Salerno a lot about Lovato when going into this, Josh? Do you know the um, history? I did learn. I did learn one very important thing. You um, want to take a stab at it? Yeah, I learned that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, I know that he stabbed somebody. I do know that actually. Okay, I, didn't know you. I, I was I was like, is that a song? And then I was like, oh no, it's not. Okay. Um, I did learn that uh, he's related to Demi Lovato. Oh, is he? I didn't actually. Know no, that. Like, I I actually don't know that. I'm just. Oh. It wasn't in the the f- like first two paragraphs of the messed uh, Wikipedia, so I'm guessing not. Especially yeah, since there basic- were. Oh, Three Lovatos in the band at one point. I was just going to say it's like a Lovato family reunion, like brothers, cousins. So you never know. Maybe Demi's in there somewhere. <laughs> they need to get her on a track for their reunion album that's coming out in the future. Until I met you. Oh, sorry. I was. <laughs> I don't know why I read that because it's the first track anyways. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let what? me let me just go into my rant real quick about how come or what annoys me this band and this album should have been bigger than they got i'm gonna get into that too okay why are you so quiet is it just my earphones maybe it's me hold on let me see uh you sound okay down to me but i don't well i'm not talking as loud as i normally do either maybe that's oh i sound okay a little yeah Okay. You sounded louder than Josh. That's why I was confused. Oh, okay. Oh, I have had, yeah. Huh. Um. Uh. Do you, well, do you want to rant about it, or do you want to? No, we, I mean, I'll get to it as we go through the album, but. Uh, yeah, I have I have something to say along that line of like why they why they are where they are and like, but I if, to me it made more sense to to do it at the rap portion, like at the end, but okay. like where wherever you want to do it. So, uh, all that being said, this is episode 10 of B-Side Ourselves, and we are doing another album retrospective of Mest. Self-titled album. Mest. (laughs) Mest self-titled album from 2003. This is just Um, my way to get Josh into better pop punk, even though I don't think he liked this as much as I thought he did, or I thought Uh, he would. (laughs) This is one of those bands I was worried, because Tab's shown me some other stuff um that like i didn't know from the time and i think i talked about this with afi too where it's one of those things where if i don't didn't listen to it at the time i don't have the nostalgia for it when i'm listening to it later so hearing it with like fresh ears in 2021 it's harder to get into it because i'm like kind of past that that time frame in a way like that music in a way what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) sorry um and so and without the nostalgia that keeps it like the nostalgia is the thing that makes me want to listen to take this to your grave every every week. You know, it's not. Well, that album's just the, the best pop punk album ever recorded. But, you know, um, the reason I chose this album, too, is the way I look at this album is you remember how Blink-22 is all funny and dick jokes and then they made self-titled and we got serious. Yeah, that's what yeah. I consider this messed album. Like, I love their older albums. But they're very like, there's a Cadillac song that's a jam. It's fun. There's a ton of fun songs. But they were like goofing around. They were very kiddie, joke around pop punk. This was their grown up album. 
For okay. some reason, I thought you'd like that more because, I don't know, the way you like certain Blink albums, I feel like you like the more growing up Blink. I, yeah, I definitely do like the more. Although I would say that while this is a more grown up album, I don't know that it's as musically mature oh, as. No. I don't know. So just because you said that, the the Blink albums that I like, I like them because of the music, music not necessarily because of like the darker lyrical content. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you give me like a more, you know, that uh, almost in Angels and Airwaves, Tom, but he's still singing about dicks and stuff. Like if I would like that as much, I don't. It's hard to say, but yeah, um, you know, and um, I think she's already said something, but uh, our guest today is Tab. Yay. Hi. uh, (laughs) My fiance. Yep. She really likes Mest. So we're having her on. I do. I'm excited. We'll have you on the drive-through record one too. Whenever we I'm do. so excited for that one. Josh is gonna hate it though. <laughs> have you listened to the playlist I sent you? I, I have not. In it's fact, fine. until you just brought it up, I I forgot that you made it for me. It's been a weird week. It's been a really it's weird fair. week. It's fair. <laughs> um, I mean, we're not doing that anytime soon. I just wanted to get your feet wet. There was another album that I realized that we needed to have um, Tab on for, and I can't remember. Oh, like basically any if we do any early Good Charlotte or or really any good charlotte we're gonna get into a lot of good charlotte in this yeah. episode no so. yeah i know oh i know <laughs> uh tab likes gc a lot okay that was my aim username <laughs> is that and the my whole email. thing i, I like gc a lot that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> it was bad it's no it's no spice man 85 but you that's know that's true yeah <laughs> what was your user besides spice man like oh wait that was did you have an emo one Oh yeah, that definitely wasn't still my screen name later on. Um, honestly, I, I can't. I couldn't even tell you. Like, I don't even remember because it, it, whatever it was, it wasn't as. It didn't stick out as much as Spice Man '85. Mine was "Play Crack the Sky," a brand new lyric for a long time. That's a good one, though. Honestly, <laughs> "Play Crack the Sky." <laughs> yours were. I feel like yours were song lyrics like all the time. Oh yeah, pretty often. I still get emails though. It's Nico the poser's birthday. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Not that I need a reminder. I know where your birthday is. All right. So track one. Let's jump into this. No personal histories. No stat sheet. Have we lost all decorum? All right. You do the stat sheet. <laughs> do your. All thing. right. Mess self-titled was released on June 10th, 2003 on Maverick Records. It's their fourth studio album. Jaded, parentheses, these years, featuring Benji Madden, was released to radio on July 1st, 2003, and the album peaked at number 64 on the Billboard 200. Whoa. And like I I said, I have never heard Mess before uh, this week. I did my... I I knew that they existed as a band. I knew there was a band named Mest. Um, never got into them though. I did see them for the first time at Riot Fest in 2015. With yes, the two of you, you two of you were there. I don't, Danny. Were you with us during the Mest set? I mean, I went to see Mest. I wasn't gonna miss that, but okay. I don't remember if we were with each other. I think he was because he was doing that thing where he puts his hand on your shoulder and like yells like when he's really excited. And he's like, "Yeah, oh, let's do this." Like I miss doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I think day. about it a lot. Yeah. One day it'll happen again. <laughs> yeah, and I remember that Tony uh, was like crowd surfing. Um, but that's about mm-hmm. that's about it. 
That's why they put on as good a show as I was hoping they would. It was fun. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Anybody else have any personal reflections on mess before we do the track by track or you want to just do it as we go? They were my mixtape band. So like what's Dilio drawing board Cadillac. They all made it up or fucked up kid. All those songs made it on like mixtapes I made for people. Honestly, I didn't own a messed album until like later in life. Cause I would just like cherry pick all these awesome songs. They have like way too many good songs to not be famous. That's all I have to say for the pop punk scene, not famous in general. Yeah, I think I got into I got into them because they toured a lot with Good Charlotte and I, Good Charlotte was like my favorite band. And so like I like quickly became obsessed with Mest and uh like I had all their CDs. I actually have a t-shirt with this album cover on it. It's in my basket over there. I forgot to grab it. I was going to wear it. But uh I got it from like one of the tours I went to, but um I saw I saw them a lot, so I'm excited to talk about them, but yeah. Cool. All right, that's good. Let's yeah. jump into track by track. Track by track. All right, first well, song. Look up something real quick. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to wait? <laughs> no, you can go ahead. But okay, I'm doing this real time, people. Real time. Okay. Uh, first track <laughs> is "Until I Met You." Yep. <laughs> it's interesting to note that I don't think he's actually on the song, but Benji Madden does have a writer's credit on this song. With yeah. With Tony Lovato. Did he produce the album or something? I feel like he had to have. I'm not sure because there was he had a lot of credits during like throughout the songs and stuff. So I'm wondering if maybe he did. I thought you had the producer in your notes tab. Um, it was the yeah, so it was John Feldman, uh wasn't it? John Feldman, but also a lot of the songs were written like with it said like Feldman slash Madden. Yeah. So this is gonna be a reoccurring thing until I met you reminds me a little bit of it, but on the good Charlotte album, The Chronicles of Life and Death, sounds so similar to this album. Like their styles and a lot of the song lyrics. Not this song necessarily, but there's a few songs you're like, that should have been on the Good Charlotte album. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Yeah. This song reminded me, like I the intro of it, I think that's when they would come out on stage. Like they would start the intro and that like beginning is when they would walk out on stage. And so like every time I hear that first beginning part of it like i get like really excited inside even though it's just i'm just listening to it but um <laughs> i really like the song but i think it's just because i i don't have any like specific reasons why but it, it just reminds me of seeing them live and it makes me so excited i like this song because i feel like they use the word fuck more than any other band in their whole discography <laughs> yeah <laughs> like That's every cool. other word is... I, I wrote lots of fucks on my <laughs> notes <laughs> It's a very aggressive breakup song, so it's always good for that kind of. Yeah, Tony was mad, obviously. <laughs> He's mad. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Until I Met You? Josh, what did you think? Uh, I, I basically worked what I wrote down um, into my conversation there. So Yeah, but what I wrote did you, Tony, how did you I said, feel? man, Tony was mad, eh? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I Like you said, and I think this will also be a reoccurring theme, I think that this band has a very like quintessential 2000s early 2000s pop punk sound and i mean it, it right from the start uh yeah. you know it's it's there it's a good album and, track and a lot it. of these a lot of these songs i feel like even though i hadn't heard them i kind of feel like i've heard them before just because they do sound familiar in that way like and i don't mean that as a dig i just mean like they're very like 
entrenched in the era. I think like they have the sound down. This is a note I have for later, but it's working with what you say. There is a pop punk formula, and these guys perfected it on this album. It's just pop punk, like the way the guitars are muted and played, and the drums. It's very the speed. It is pop punk. Like if you had to look up pop punk, this is basically the sound it is. (laughs) Well, Tony's vocals are very, very much the same fit in that formula too. Track two, Rooftops. I thought this should have been the single. I don't mind Jaded, but I thought Rooftops was so fun. Yeah, I like it too. So if you go to their Spotify, actually Rooftops is in their top five songs and Jaded is not, which is, I feel like it says something like people listen to Rooftops more than Jaded. Like, I think I really like it too. It's one of my favorites. It's so catchy. So Mm -hmm. catchy. I can't imagine that if they would have done more than one single, this wouldn't have been a single. I wrote the same thing. I said, um, this is catchy. It surprises not promoted as a single. It's totally like a summer song. It's a those were the days song kind of song. Like, oh, when we used to do these things when we were kids, like, or when we were younger, like, and that's totally, um, those songs always do really well. Uh, but I think, um, you know, the reason that, the reason it wasn't the lead single is because it's not the one with the guy from Good Charlotte on it. That's true. I mean, that's yeah. And I feel like Good Charlotte was a little bit popular, more popular than them at the time. So I feel like that really. This came out after Lifestyle Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Good Charlotte was huge. Yeah. yeah. This came out. <laughs> um, that's true. I feel like this has the same formula as Rock Show by Blink One Eight Two. Like the chorus is basically the same. Like up on the rooftops, listening to punk rock. You know, not that, but you know, it's like. The yeah. same formula as I fell in love with a girl at the rock show. Like, it's got that same. It's it's great, though. I'm not digging it. I just, I noticed it. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's the same theme. Like, <laughs> I'm missing a girl. We used to do fun things. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, guys, wow. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I never realized, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Any other thoughts? Not really. <laughs> flying through this uh track three jaded the single i'm not even gonna say featuring benji madden <laughs> but i just did so go ahead tab rip into it this you love this is my favorite song <laughs> um i love good charlotte and benji was my favorite out of the madden brothers um and what about john madden no that was a can't. terrible joke <laughs> that was a point <laughs> Um, I was super surprised when this song came out and that Benji was singing on it because he didn't really do a lot of like, like vocal. Well, he did like, uh, like a little bit of vocals in Good Charlotte, but mostly not. So like him, I'm like, why did they pick him over his brother? Like, I just can't believe this. I love him so much. Um, and so I was super excited about that. Um, and if you watch the music video, Benji has his pink cheetah hair and I just, I love that so much. And, uh, the video is super fun cause Benji's in it and Tony has a mo- <laughs> <laughs> Tony has a movie life t-shirt on in it and I really love movie life too so I was like oh my god he has a movie life t-shirt on like this is so cool but everything um, is coming together yeah everything's so perfect Another you sound like the- a, a little girl that just got back from a great summer trip like telling <laughs> yeah. us about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I really liked it and I was like I don't know I was like oh my god they're friends in real life and I just like made up the stuff in my head about how they probably hung out all the time and they're like best friends and so great song loved it <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 stars 10 out of 10 yes uh 
I mean, it's a great song, but at a minute 30, they finally start doing like the palm muting heavy guitar and the slides, and it just makes the song better. Because the first like minute is like soft and pretty, and but then they get going. I just yeah. like when it kicks in more. I don't like that like wanna 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 like that effect that they do at the beginning. Like it's very like much like a like you're underwater. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't love it. I, I, I wrote and what's that? I think it's a wham pedal oh, that they I, use yeah. on their guitar. <laughs> I don't, but I don't hey, like you don't it. have to like it. It's cool. <laughs> By the way, Billy Martin is the best person in Good Charlotte's. Oh, <gasps> how dare oh, you! Back to, this, back to this album. <laughs> I, I so I wrote the um, this was a so the last song rooftops was a those were the days song, and this was a those were the days, and then I put in parentheses with you song because this was like a those were the days song as well, but it was a more so a those were the days with my girl kind of song, and I think that probably also played into why rooftops wasn't a single because like the single was already like a little bit similar. Yeah. Not that that always matters, yeah. but, you know. All right, to get this out of the way so Tab can hate me the rest of this episode, <laughs> I want to go one oh, point. Oh, I, I, okay, go ahead. I, I, I want to start this comment by saying I like Good Charlotte, okay? <laughs> yeah. But I want to say is that I don't understand why Mest isn't bigger because lyrically, I think they're better than Good Charlotte's. Considering the stuff that Good Charlotte was singing about, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, they did get better. I like I said the life the Life and Death album I really enjoy lyrically, yeah. but I feel like Mest should have been bigger than Good Charlotte lyrically. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Like I do love Good Charlotte, and that's I'm very offended. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I I see what you're saying because like even yeah, I don't I don't know what like why good charlotte just like got so big like what like pushed them i don't know if it i can't i'm trying to think of like what made like when did they like get get so big like i don't i can't remember but i don't know why i missed you guys probably have your reasons why you think they didn't get big but i have no idea no (laughs) i don't oh i do but we'll get there oh okay man what was good charlotte's first single i'm looking that up now Sorry. Little, things? Little, little things, I think. No, no. On their very first one, like worldwide. Um, let's see. I think it's little world, things. World, world, Waldorf, worldwide. Oh yeah, little things was on that album too. So I guess that those two songs. Because I remember those two. Wow, this is becoming more of a good Charlotte retro. <laughs> Well, I feel good. like if people like mess, they probably were into Good Charlotte or at least like listened to them a little bit. So, yeah, I feel like it's not the worst. All right, so okay. let's move on to Night Alone, track four. This is my like least favorite singer. song. Oh. oh, you did it! You, I, I like the singer this, better. Josh. I like this guy's vocals better. Who do you think the singer is? It's uh, Jeremiah. Is it? Yeah. The, the couple songs that have gruffier vocals are Jeremiah. Wikipedia shows no other singer for mess than Lovato. So I looked it up and it says he's a lead vocalist and then rhythm guitar and Jeremiah did lead guitar backing and also lead vocals. So he did. Okay. Yes. So I was like, there are a few songs that I was like, I swear this is a different singer, but Wikipedia says there's only one singer, and I'm confused. So I saw that, too, and so I pulled up a video of them performing live, 
and I saw Tony just like going around the stage, like playing the guitar or whatever. And then the other guy was singing. So I was like, okay, right. that's not Matt. So it has to be Jeremiah. Cause yeah. So, so Josh, your, what was your opinion on this again? Now that we got that. Out of I the like way? his, I like <laughs> Jeremiah's vocals better. I don't like this song that much. <laughs> this is my least favorite song on the whole album. So I'm not saying I don't like his vocals. Cause I do like him in older, other songs, but yeah, me too. Yeah. This song is so emo y lyrics, like hardcore, and not even good emo y lyrics. <laughs> yeah. They do emo better later in the album. Yeah, there's other songs that I really like that he does, but this one I was like, ah, I just I just don't like this one that much. I don't know. Let's but move on to Josh a, would like it, yeah. A better song. Track five Burning Bridges. Woo! I love this song. <laughs> Initially I didn't really like this song, but then like I listened to it more and I started getting more into it. I mean, you could throw reggaeton ska like upstrokes on your guitar in any song. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why I don't like I didn't like initially as much because it was like a little bit different. And I was like, I have that. It was a little different. Didn't like it at first in my notes, but I, I, I wasn't sure. For, I, oh, go I ahead. played this for you earlier, Josh. And I was like, what is it about the song that I don't like very much? And you're like, I, I don't know. But it's probably like the like well, what Danny said. Well, it's interesting because you love you love ska. I do. And this, you know, this is that kind of the same kind of flavor. It's from the same like family, at least. But mm -hmm. I think maybe just because it's a little bit different than the rest of their stuff. Although yeah. there's another song that has a similar kind of feel later. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't love the guitar strokes until the rest of the instrumentation comes in. Like at very at the very beginning when he's just singing over the guitar, I'm like, Okay, where is this going? And then once the rest of the instruments came in, I was like, okay, okay. Together, it feels it feels better. I think it's my favorite because it's still pop punk, but it breaks out just a little bit to have that like almost, you know, less than Jay Grant's it feel to it, just because that's bands that do that upstroke so often. Yeah, mm. the reggaeton white guy guitars thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and also I love the strings and horns at the end, even though I'm pretty sure it's all just, you know, computer generated and not actually strings and horns. Yeah. Robots. <laughs> robots. I like robots in my music. Yeah. Beep boop. Boop, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> Track six, Walking on Broken Glass. Walking did you guys did you guys know that this song is about Die Hard? No, I didn't. Is it really? <laughs> no. No. Well, Josh. I don't know. It might be, but I wish it was now. This is the song that I said sounds exactly like a good Charlotte song off that album. That's probably why I have it marked as one of my favorite songs on the album. Seriously, after this <laughs> podcast, listen to this song and listen to a song off, you know, the Chronicles of Life and Death. And you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> this basically think, is a good Charlotte song. I think I like the song so much because like I was probably so I figured out I was like, 15 going on 16 when this album came out so like i was like oh i identify with these lyrics so much like don't let life break you down this time like and i would just i probably use these for like away messages on instant messenger and stuff like i don't know <laughs> but it's don't catchy, get me like wrong. Good charlotte yeah don't get me wrong it's a jam i'm just saying it's a good charlotte song yeah josh what do you think he hated it josh has no emotional connection to any of these songs so he's like eh. He's like stroking that mustache like a <laughs> angry villain. I don't have any feelings, really. <laughs> really? 
No. Wow, right. my favorite song, and you don't even like it? Rude. Whoa. Just kidding. I'm just Whoa. kidding. Track seven, Your Promise. So this is another song Jeremiah sings on. So initially I was like, oh, no, this isn't Tony. I hate it. <laughs> but I, it's, I, I like it now that like I've listened to it more. This felt like um, one of the more like aggressive matchbook romance songs from their first album. And it's funny because like promise, but it doesn't sound like promise, like the promise, whatever that's, is it just called promise? The, the matchbook Your romance promise. song? Oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm talking about though. They have like the, the song with promise in the title. Josh, we are on such the same wavelength that in my notes, it says, Higher energy emo song giving matchbook romance vibes. <laughs> That's funny. I seriously yeah, the, wrote that. <laughs> the, the matchbook romance song is just called Promise. Okay. I was trying to put another word there, but it didn't feel right. So who's, it doesn't sound like Promise. But it, Who's the it, singer of this one again? Jeremiah. Um, Jeremiah. This is a message for Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> in the lyrics, you say, cowardly, I face this all alone. Buddy. That's not cowardly. That's pretty brave. You're facing it all alone. Like, that takes guts. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. PSA. <laughs> You're not alone. What if he, he listens said, to this and he, like, messages you? I'm like, hey. Thank he's you. actually hanging out with the guy from AFI that listens to the show, too. Um, <laughs> they're listening together. Oh. Trek 8, 2,000 miles. That's how many miles I'm going to walk this year. And I would walk 2,000 miles and that's how the song goes. Yeah, it's actually just a cover of the Proclaimers, but they changed the number. What's the Vanessa Carlton song? Didn't she do one about miles, 2,000 miles? I think it's a 1,000 miles. Yeah, 1,000, I think. <laughs> Man, Mest has to one everybody up. I'm going to go 2,000 miles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this song take, gives me classic Mest vibes. Like... The guitar and the way they sing, I'm like, all right, this sounds like stuff off their earlier albums. Lyrically, no, but guitar-wise. Maybe just the way he was singing, the rhythm and the chorus gave me the early mess vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I really like I really like this song, too. I feel like I used uh, like a lot of these, like, I don't know, like, Heartbreak, Big Smile, 2,000 Miles. Like, I don't know. It's just so catchy. I love it so much. And, it, like, if I told you I loved you, would it matter at all? Like, my angsty teens, I was, like, putting that on my profile. So. <laughs> For the next week, we should only put, like, just post mess, <laughs> mess lyrics on Facebook since you can't do aim away messages anymore. <laughs> I know. It's sad. I wish I could open it back up and just see the ones that I had saved because I had so many, like, lyrical ones. Oh, God, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you you post that on Facebook and you're going to have, like, your great aunt Sally you like, what's going on? Why are you vague booking? What's happening? Yeah, people checking in on you and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear about Trump did blah, 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 blah? I saw it on OAN. That's none of my aunts. <laughs> That's because it's on Facebook. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this? You got any 2,000 miles thoughts, Josh, since you're walking 2,000 miles? Um, I think I'm going to outpace this song. <laughs> oh, no, I doubt it. You're going to fall on your face. I've like already you fallen doing. twice this year. I know. That's <laughs> rude. It's rude of you to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Next song. <laughs> Track nine, Shell of Myself. Not, that's Speaking how I feel Josh. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another Jeremiah song. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I pulled up the lyrics to show Josh, and there's, like, not a lot of lyrics. Like, they sing it slow, so it's, like, over three minutes long, but there's, like, not a lot of lyrics. It's I don't two know. very short verses in a chorus. That's that's the pop punk way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I loved it because Jeremiah sang it, but the lyrics were so, like, emo. I was like, I feel this in my soul. Like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> What's that one famous internet girl, Acid Queen Bath or whatever? There's like some emo girl that got famous back when YouTube. I don't know. Ah, forget this whole part. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Lost, Broken, Confused. I really like this one too. Tab, would you still marry Josh if he was lost, broken, and confused? Yeah, because <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up on him. Say, I won't give up on you. I just feel like all Twice. three of those is too much, you know? Like, it's one thing if they're lost and broken. It's one thing if they're <laughs> broken and confused, but lost, broken, and confused, I'd give yeah. up on you. <laughs> well, but see, tonight all I see is Tab's face on everyone else, so. Aw. <laughs> Even my face? This is weird. Yeah, yeah. that's awkward. <laughs> I think something's wrong with your Skype, buddy. <laughs> it's yeah. her face, but she has your beard. Oh, I mean, he has a pretty good beard, so if I had to have one, solid. All right, so I'm lost, Josh is broken, and Tab is confused right now. Yeah. LBC. LBC for life. <laughs> Lettuce, bacon, cucumber? Is there, is there a sandwich Jeez. called LBC? Oh. I don't know. What about the vegans? Lettuce, bacon? No, not bacon. Cashew cheese. Yeah, uh, okay. Mm. And oh yeah, I like this song. I feel like I'm just going off on weird tangents here, but this is a fun song. It's all good. Josh, thoughts? Josh, did you listen to this album? <laughs> I did. I don't know why I can't. This one, I this the other ones I was having no comment to be funny. This one I literally can't place. Which if it it's goes. a Jeremiah or no, it's not. Oh a no, it's not. Song. It's Tony. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's weird. I'm trying. I was like looking at it to see, but it doesn't even seem like there's a, like it's not broken up. Like there's a chorus. It's like it's different. I guess it, there's nothing without you is where the chorus starts. Maybe. Um. Yeah. So I remember this song. Like when I would see them live. Like the first lines. Like did you get scared standing alone in the crowd? And I was like, if I was in love, and dating Tony Lovato, like he could be singing this to me in the crowd. <laughs> so. Like that light shines right down on yeah, you. Yeah, he's looking at me. It's, I'm like right here. Yeah. But. By the way, <laughs> speaking of looking back on lyrics, I forgot I, to mention this. I'm back on. Uh, oh, no, it's not coming up yet. Good. Never mind. Damn, I'm all over the place with my notes here. Cause I actually wrote them down. I didn't use Google this time. Like I have a notebook with notes. I did them on paper, too. Josh probably typed his up. I always I type them up. This is the first time I didn't, and it's throwing me off. <laughs> I wanted to be old school. I wanted to lay on my bed in my headphones and just write under, under the light. Yeah, emo and yeah. <laughs> Danny's, an art, Danny's an artist. I'm an artist, guys. <laughs> artist. Track I, 11. <laughs> I, I need to admit something. What? Every once in a while, in my mind, I uh, I remember that 
concert at that bar that me, you, and Travis went to, and I misremembered as Mest instead of Unwritten Law. Oh, how could you miss that? Well, because Unwritten Law was also a band that I had heard of, but not, didn't really know any of their music. Um, and they bo- both the lead singers were like older looking dudes with like spiky bleach blonde hair. I mean, I know they don't actually look alike, but just in my mind. And then I remember, I like usually remember pretty quickly. Oh no, that's that's not that ba- that's not messed. That's Unwritten Law. Did you ever get into Unwritten Law? Um, after that concert? Not really. No, you skip every song in the car, and I'm like getting ready to sing, and you're like skip, and I'm like, excuse me, sir. I don't skip Geronimo. Sometimes I was about to say, Unwritten Law is a band that I don't know a ton about. However, Elva is my favorite, one of my favorite albums of all time. It's so weird that I haven't dived into their other discography, but that album, whew. Anyways, <laughs> track 11, Chance of a Lifetime. Where were you while we oh, were do getting not. high? <laughs> I was like, I love this song. It's like a slow song. Just like, it sounds like Oasis. <laughs> I was obsessed with this song when it first came out. And listening to it now, I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love that falsetto loveetto at the end. <laughs> I thought that joke was great when I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were high. When, where were you? When you wrote it. You wrote the joke. I was, actually I was, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's acceptable because you're a dad now, so it's like uh, you're allowed to make those jokes. It's totally socially acceptable for you. When I do falsado it, it's even lovato. more groany. What's that's that? how it, I should have said a falsado lovato. Damn it. Ooh. That's, that's how so it. good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I nailed it. Thanks, everyone. I'm going home. I did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> not, not yeah, you're going home like a, a joke. I don't know. Never mind. Cool. Yeah, uh, is this like one of the only slow songs on the whole album? I think this is like, the only slow song. Yeah, yep, like super slow. I this like should it. have been a single. Get that ballad on the radio. Yeah. It's weird that Jaded was. Yeah, like I wonder if like because Benji was on that, if that's why it got popular. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred. Hundo. 100. Remember the 100, Danny? Yeah. I still watch it. I I started it recently because I want to catch up. And I don't remember much, so I'm starting it from the beginning. Yeah. No, it it goes a lot of different wild places, but it continues to get, like, remember how it was, like, not so great, but we were, like, dug in enough that we liked it, and it kept getting better. It just, it continues to get better and go into weird places. Um, I still have four episodes left on my DVR. It ended this year, so or ended it's in done, 2020. Done? Yeah. Oh, well, so. I'm gonna finish it now. Anyway. Uh, track twelve, "Return to Self-Loathing." Speaking of songs, if you look up the lyrics, this is basically just the saddest poem ever written, and they decided to sing it. <laughs> it's another Jeremiah song, but yeah, I also agree with you. I Jeremiah think I liked it because I was like. Stuff. I was, you know, like when I was younger, I was like, oh, I'm so emo. I'm so sad. Like this, I identify with this song. But like looking at the lyrics, I think they should probably have gotten him some help. I'm worried about (laughs) Jeremiah. Yeah, I wonder what he's up to now. Did I just take out my (laughs) eyes? Yeah. Yeah, I was confused. Because he doesn't want them anymore. Yeah, he doesn't want them for this life. He's acting strong only on the outside. Make 
It's, I mean, I like this song. Don't get me wrong. It's just real sad. <laughs> oh, man, buddy. I mean, self-loathing for sure. Yeah, he says losing my mind in almost every single, like... I hope he's okay. Like, legitimately, I hope that Jeremiah is okay. I'm sure he's okay. I think he was doing stuff with them, like, like, you know, when they did came back together and stuff. Maybe he just sang it, and this is actually lyrics by a sad Lovato. No, he's got the writer's credit. Oh. Oh, well... Let's dive into the bonus tracks that all suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first part of it, what is it, like Paradise? Paradise, um, 120 seconds. Very forgettable, boring song. And Highland, yeah. It's okay. Like, I don't have any real opinions on it. Like, I thought it was fine, but the last two, like, bonus tracks, I'm like, eh. I mean, 25 tries to do that reggaeton thing again. That's the second hidden thing it's fine but it's nothing to write home about yeah and then at the very end they have the spoken word thing (laughs) whenever bands do that it makes me think they actually were having fun at that time which is fine yeah but the spoken word thing like i started laughing to myself when i like i haven't listened to it in a while so i let it play all the way through and they start like doing this voice like of like one of them having an allergic reaction and josh makes fun of me all the time when I drink because a lot of times if I drink something that has like I'm not sure if I'm allergic to hops or what but like if I drink like an IPA or something I get really really congested and then I'm like sneezing and stuff and I'm like oh I got and Josh has this like voice he like does of me I see your <laughs> Josh do things, it Josh do it Josh uh, I, I, I must have been I must have been allergic to something from the beer <laughs> Oh man, yeah. that is exactly the sound that was on the album. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I don't sound, I don't sound like that, but like I so, do. Like, go ahead, Josh. <laughs> my initial plan the first time I heard this track was I was gonna open the episode doing that, but being Tab, and then like <laughs> telling a story about how I shit my pants. <laughs> oh. oh, my god. Well, because that's what he says in this yeah. in the thing. Um, and I I thought. Well, I can make fun of Tab, but then I can be Tab and talk about me, Josh, shitting his pants. So that way I'm not technically. <laughs> I thought if I'm making fun of Tab's voice and then also saying Tab shit her pants, that would be too much. Yeah, that's no. That's... There, I usually, yeah, I usually have to take like a Benadryl when I drink sometimes, so I get really congested. I'm not sure. Josh is always very concerned. It's fine. No, she's well, like, I'm gonna take six Benadryl and go. No. After. That can't I take be two healthy. Ba- I take two Benadryl while I'm drinking sometimes to get, you know, the antihistamines, you know. Um, you know, Tab, you're lost, broken, and confused. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> lost, broken, and congested. That's, that's accurate. You Real quick, I want to go over the stabbing incident because I felt like I played it off at the beginning. <laughs> oh, but yeah. <laughs> I should probably mention that he was, it was, from everything I've read, it was self-defense when a guy... Got into an altercation with him over an axe, mm-hmm. and he is out of. He's fine. Benji and Joel wished him well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. I, yeah, like I don't think anything came of that. Like, because when it first happened, I was like, "Oh no!" Like, stab somebody. Like, how many people are stabbing each other these days? Like, I just feel like a stabbing would hurt really bad. I don't. I don't well, know. <laughs> I remember reading later on in life that he was like acquitted and all that. And like, there's mm-hmm. no proof. It was all self-defense. But then when it first happened, I remember MTV breaking in and being like, Tony from Mest stabbed someone multiple times in the chest. And you're like, 
I was multiple times self-defense, but I wasn't there. I was just listening to MTV at the time. Yeah. Uh. How does that not get you street cred? You should have like more of a <laughs> hardcore punk following. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that until I was like reading up on him and I was like, oh shit, he did do that. Whoops. <laughs> not good. But I mean, self-defense. You. Yeah, you have to do what you have to do. Have you listened to any of their side projects or things they tried to do after Mest? Um, not really. I do follow Tony on Instagram, so I like see him and his kid all the time. And his kid is like, he takes his kid like with him a lot of times. And his kid will just like drop his pants and piss wherever. Like he's a little kid, but it's just so funny to see. But um, he's like, I don't give a shit. Like it's fine. But um, I haven't really listened to any of their like other stuff they've done. I haven't either. Terrible fans. We're terrible fans. Oops. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so I also have my notes. Like we were talking about like why they didn't get as big as like Good Charlotte. So in 2004, so it was like a little bit after this album, I saw them in um, Bowling Green, Ohio, which is like a college town at a bar that we just recently saw our former friends, former critics play like last year. It's the last show we ever went to since the pandemic hit, has hit. Very small place. Would you say it's a small place, Josh? Yeah. It's, um, think like Frankie's, Danny. Yeah. It's called Howard's Age Club. I don't know. Maybe you know, because you're kind of in Toledo sometimes. I, I did live there for a bit. Yeah. So it's called Howard's Age Club. It's the like a real small cards. bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mest was the headliner for the show. And so the openers were Dynamite Boy, Matchbook Romance, and Fallout Boy. Wait, they opened for Mest? Yeah, for Mest. Wow. And like wow. during Mest, uh, Pete came out and like crowd surfed off the stage. And I was like, I liked Fall Out Boy. So I was like, this is a really good show. Match with Romance. So I pulled up my live journal from 2004. That's how I know when this is. Because I, I wrote about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, Dynamite Boy is real cool. Their van broke down. So I gave him some change that I had in my pocket because I didn't have any money. And then Match with Romance, I just chilled during their set. I didn't really care for him. And Fall Out Boy was like, ah, Fall Out Boy was really fun. Like, I'm so happy I got to see them again. And I was like, but Mest is the greatest band ever. And then I'm like, man, Fall Out Boy, like, got higher than any of, like, Good Charlotte, Mest. Like, yeah. that's just so crazy to think that they were opening for them. So, I don't know. That's the way it <laughs> goes. It's, it was, it was, yeah, I have April 8th, 2004. And I think, I think I went up to Clutch Cargos and Good Charlotte was touring with Mest. And I saw them there, and then, like, Mess did, like, a, like, thing without Good Charlotte, and that's why I saw them in BG. I don't know, like, I don't know why they didn't have Good Charlotte with them, but it was a really small venue, maybe that's why. But, like, I was like, damn, Mess and Fall Boy, like, yes. Everyone I knew that was into this music at the time knew who Mest was, enjoyed Mest, but it seems like they just, like, stopped at a point from being yeah. famous. Like, they were still putting out albums even before the self-titled album came out. Like Blink had grown. Well, Blink had grown mm -hmm. earlier than that, and Good Charlotte and all that. But I just feel like something, the world wasn't ready for Tony. I think like I kind of stopped listening. Like 2005, the album Photographs came out, and I think I, I think that is when I kind of like I liked a few songs off that album, but then I feel like I kind of fell off the bandwagon. I don't know what happened. That's fair. That's fair. I have a theory. Go for it, Josh. So. You know, the, like I said earlier, they're quintessential early 2000s pop punk. 
sound. You know, they 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 have the formula down. Mm-hmm. They're they sound really good. Like I liked listening to this album. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I'm gonna read you a list. So, Rancid, oh. indestructible, Fallout Boy, take this to your grave. Yellow card, Ocean Avenue. A mark, a mission, a brand, a scar, dashboard confessional, postal service, give up, switchfoot, the beautiful letdown, the Atari's so long Astoria, AFI, sing the sorrow, Reliant K, two lefts, don't make a right, but three do, matchbook, romance, stories, and alibis, motion city soundtrack, I am the movie, Amberlynn, blueprints for the black market, Alkaline Trio, good morning, less than Jake, anthem, brand new, Deja Entendu, story of the year, Page Avenue, and Blink-182, self-titled, all came out the same out year this album did. It got buried. Buried. Those are all so good though. Like I'm like, yeah. It was a wonderful year for music. Well, so yeah. I was telling Tab, I think um two thousand three to two thousand six was like the absolute pinnacle of this mu I mean, cause and then in two thousand four you have American Idiot and you have uh three cheers. Uh, for sweet revenge and i mean it goes on and on and on and on you know um yeah so i think they just got buried i think if this album comes out even in 2000 oh and uh the used second album comes out in 2004 like um if this album comes out (laughs) like a year or two earlier it might have it might have been way bigger yeah still i don't know um yeah that's all i've got on it (laughs) i enjoy this album that's why i chose it well i chose this one like i said because it's i don't know a more mature version of their older stuff i almost kind of wish i would have chose something with cadillac on it see what your opinion of that song is i feel like i've probably played that song for you josh because you have i can't remember but i remember it was probably on a workout playlist or something because it's like so fast how's it go top down Something Seat up. Back. Rolling, Rolling in my Cadillac. Cadillac. <laughs> it's a ridiculous song. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it is a good song, Josh. Sorry you're... So, so the Japan bonus track for this album was Got to Go and Cadillac Live. So technically, in Japan, <gasps> it was on there. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know that other song. What's it? It's called Got to Go. I don't think I know that one either. I don't know if it's on Spotify or not. Got to go. That's how it goes. I made it up. Gotta go, gotta go, I gotta go. So actually, Messed, their album, let me see. I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. Um, the Destin, or not Destination, Wasting Time, which came out in 2000, didn't get put onto Spotify until like recently. I would say in the last like five years. Because I was like, why is that one album not on the the list? And then it like had recently got put on. And I'm like, what? Like what? What? What about this thing? Like what made it not get put on the thing? I don't know how stuff gets on Spotify, but you know like what else is annoying? Ones. When you start what? getting into these older bands that you loved, and you realize that the record labels they were on definitely never and never will put out vinyl. None of their <sighs> discographies on vinyl. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that's actually. I don't think I've ever seen them. That's crazy. I went to Discogs because you can check there like when it was released ever. It's only ever been released on CD. Wow. Any of their albums. That's wild. Can I they, wonder why. I mean, can they get the rights to do a pressing if they did like a reunion tour? 
I don't know. I don't. It depends on the record label, whoever owns the rights to, you know. I mean, they own the rights to their songs. They could do like a thing that's different, but they can't put out the albums. I'm pretty sure. It didn't like Real Big Fish do that or something where they like re-released like songs five records. Or something? Yeah, owned all the owned the rights to all their like masters or whatever. So they yep. they re-recorded them for their greatest hits. The thing I was thinking about though is we saw a couple years ago we saw um, Sherwood. And they were doing like a super small venues tour, like reunion tour. We it's saw them at Burndale. Yeah, at the Loving Touch. So Who to give this? you an idea. Sure Sherwood. And Sherwood had like their their popular album off of um MySpace Records, like repressed on vinyl to sell for the tour. Which, you know, so I don't know. They it was weren't expensive though, I think, wasn't it? It yeah. It's like a, well, it was like forty bucks or something, and I was like, "Oh, I mean, I really like that album, but man, I can't remember who did it." But um, same thing happened with Drive Through Records. Like in two thousand eight, they sold, they had to sell their records, uh, everything they had, to a big company. And that's why it's really hard to find any of those. Like some, of, you can find some of the original or some of them being pressed, but. Yeah, now I think about it, like, I don't think, like, I've seen any, because, like, I, I don't really buy records, but, like, I've I bought, Josh and I got the new one, or, well, the Wonder Years did a pressing of two of their albums, but I don't, yeah, I don't think, hmm, that's interesting, I wonder, I feel like, Josh, I that's a band you. that's still together that got repressings of their old stuff, like, we're talking, I think, like, thinking about, like, oh, no, no, I know, that- I'm saying I never, I never really bought any, so I didn't really pay attention, but I'm, like, did I at, like tell you like any records that I wanted from old drive through records bands? I don't know. No, I don't know. We, we, like, I would love to get that. some old something corporate, but. Oh, so, so, so uh, leaving through a window. Yeah. Uh, that album on vinyl they, would be great. I think that was on vinyl because the record store here was like, Hey, look what we got in. And I saw it like the next day and there was already like a lot of comments like, Hey, how can I buy that? Like, can, are you going to sell it? And I'm like, I don't even like like have very many records, but I'm like I I kind of want that. Like, damn. So well, I think it's hard. Yeah, they're hard to get. I know Drive Through Records did put out a bunch of stuff on vinyl, but getting it reprinted or yeah. repressed is right, a yeah. whole other deal. Ugh. Well, hopefully, eventually, maybe. I don't know. Hey, Tab, are you excited to join us for our weekly roundup? Our I throwback? think so. We have, is, we, we have one more segment before that. Oh, what's that? The guest mix. Oh yeah, guest mix. Where did you <sighs> prepare her for this? Yeah, I did. I, I reminded I did. her this morning. I'm excited. Let's hear I forgot it. we were doing it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay, go ahead. Sorry. Let me. Uh, what the hell? I put it in. I can just read it to you. I have them all written down. No, it's not as fun. We have to. <laughs> yeah, I have ask to ask you. me. Hold on, I got the other one. All right. First, first question for the guest mix. What's your favorite love song? Okay, I have two. Um, first one is Everything Needs a Lady by Alkaline Trio. Better be. And then my second one is You in January by The Wonder Years. Oh, Danny has his Alkaline Trio shirt on. He's like dancing. Yeah. Um, I had some hot cash that I had to spend. Oh, yeah. So I ordered purchase. a bunch of stuff up hot That's time. a cool yeah. shirt, though. I really Thank like you. it. Yeah, I like uh, Everything Needs a Lady. I really like and. uh they that's on the damnesia album like the the acoustic one yeah, so i like love is... it um and then you in january um one of our friends got married and walked down the aisle to that song and i'm like oh, so good 
Oh, it was so former cool. guest of the show, Shelby. Yeah, Shelby's Aww. the Zone Spice Girls episode. Because they're like, you were the one thing I got right. And I'm like, oh, God, that's so beautiful. <laughs> that is a good sign. All right, let's flip the script. What's your go-to angry song? Okay, I picked two because these are the first ones that just popped into my head. I don't know. Uh, Hate Every Beautiful really Day. Angry. Well, oh, sorry. Hate every... No, it's okay. Hate Every Beautiful Day by Sugar Cult. And then Stupid Kid by Alkaline Trio. I don't know that's necessarily like an angry song, but I just thought it's the first one that popped into my head for some reason. Kind of like fast. I, I want to say real quick, I forget that you have great music taste, and I would love to do an episode either on Sugar Cult or match or the matches someday, because I feel like I don't know a lot about the matches, but Sugar Cult, oh, I I definitely love I like Sugar the matches, Cole. but yeah. Thank you for I, telling me that I have good, <laughs> good taste. I don't. Okay, I've all. never said that you have bad taste. I've said that your taste is limited. Yeah, that's true. The stuff that she likes is good. It's just not very broad. True. All right. Um, what is this? What's a song that influenced you the most? Okay, this is one that I was struggling with because I was asking Josh, like, but what does that mean? Like, what do like tell tell me what what song? And he's <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, so I picked "Hidden in Plain View" is twenty below because. I feel like that's one of the songs that maybe influenced my musical taste. Like, I remember going to Drive Through Records website and they had like a music player that would play like five songs, like back in the day when the internet was like newish to us. And uh, I just I got into that song so much. And then like my TikTok name is Twenty Below, and it's just I just really like that song and I love Hidden in Plain View so much. So did you ever own any of the DVDs? Oh yeah, the well, Drive Through Records DVDs. Yeah, I have both of them. I was about to say, they're only like five bucks on Amazon, and I used to, and I kind of want to reorder them because they were a jam. Like all those you music they're videos. They're so good. Yeah. Our, um, one of my, our friend uh, Sarah has both of them, and she was watching them the one day and just like snapping me. And she's like, Do you remember this? Do you remember this? I'm like, Oh my God, I have to watch those soon. I think, Josh, you might have, or no, was it Danny that had it? Because when we were at your guys' apartment, I think I did. we put it in. No, Danny had it. Da- the Danny, I, I remember watching them at Danny's old apartment above Mandy's, the first one, not the second one. <laughs> first, the first DVD, or not the second DVD? No, the first apartment, not the second one. Your single I had bedroom. Three. Oh, three. I'm I thinking lived with it. My brother. I lived with. I forgot his name, and then I lived by myself. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I lived with Dave. Huh. So I lived in the single one by myself, and then in that same building there was me and Dave, where we lived like hobos. To be honest, we never bought furniture. And then across the hall was the one I lived with Jeff. Okay. Was Jeff when you were in, was Jeff during, (laughs) um, stereo addiction, the drunkest night of my life? Yes. That's, I'm sorry. The first drunkest night of my life. Yeah. I think Liz's birthday party was the actual first or the actual drunkest night of my life. Um, okay. (laughs) All right. Back to, (laughs) back to the guest mix. Okay. All right. Number four. Um. Yeah. What's your current favorite song? <laughs> okay, it's a dash. <laughs> it's a circles. A co- it's a cover of uh, Post Malone's "Circles" by Dashboard Confessional. What? It's still my favorite. It's pretty good. It's Where so good. This? Spotify. It's so good. I love it. Was it was so her much. number one song played of 2020. <laughs> it's so good. It's pretty good. Circle. Oh, I'm gonna add that to. I need to listen to mix. Okay. I like it. Did not know that. What song makes you want to get up and dance? 
Okay, I put two on this one. Uh, the first one's a real big fish beer because it's Always. super fun. Yeah, who doesn't want to dance to that song? And I think real, about when we saw. Beer. Do you remember when we went to Warp Tour together and we saw? It was my first time seeing Real Big Fish. It was when we went with Will and Danny and Danny's friend Seth and. You, yeah, Josh? we took that picture where we looked like a sweet band. Yeah, that I yeah, had hanging up in my cubicle at work. That's a good picture. It is. Danny looks like so cool with that. I don't know. I, uh, you all don't you have like beers? a cigarette in your mouth? Like you look, you look real cool. Yeah, like <laughs> it was hey, a good picture. We look like now. we're way tougher than we are. Yeah. Um, and then my second ones came out swinging by the Wonder Years, and I think it's because like our friends always play that. Like whenever we go over to their house, like well, our friends like Mike and Shelby and them, and like on New Year's they would always play that, and it's a good fun song pretty high energy when they play yeah it. yeah it gets played late in the night when everyone's hammered and yeah yeah <laughs> nice all right what is the most unexpected song on your playlist okay i picked this because you guys i think you brought it up on your one podcast but it's bob by outcast because i think well uh, for me so i i i think josh was we were in the car one time and it came on josh's like playlist and I've told the I, story, but go oh, ahead. I started singing no, I want to hear your perspective. No, I started singing it, and you were, like, going to crash the car because you were such in shock because you are like, you know other songs besides pop punk? Excuse me? And it I has don't know like, if I could sing pretty, that song. It's pretty fast, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not just, like, like if it was Hey Ya, I wouldn't have been surprised, right? But, you know, I was like, oh, okay. This is, this is like, this was a big hit, but it's it's kind of like a, it's a little bit of a deeper cut, like it, it, as far as the the like radio hits go. Um, so I was kind of surprised. Um, all right. Uh, last but not least, what is your what is the lineup of your ideal heaven concert? OK, this was really hard because like I feel like Josh would be like, oh, Rush and these other bands that were like iconic and mine are like uh, hidden plain view it's for you. It's <laughs> not doesn't matter what Josh would say. So I have hidden in plain view because I haven't seen them forever. They do like one of the lead singer is like a teacher now. So it's not like he can tour during the year because he's like teaching kids. Um, and they did like a one or two off like around Christmas break or something maybe during the summer. But it's like in New Jersey. So so I have hidden in plain view. Fall Out Boy, if they're only singing, take this to your grave. Um, That's my girl. That's my girl right there. <laughs> you losers. <laughs> um, good Charlotte, like circa like 2004, maybe. Um, and then Outcast because I've never seen Outcast and I would love to see them. All right. And that's it. Yeah. Pretty good. It'd be a weird show, but it'd be fine. Sounds like a, a show like you'd a see. Right. Fast. Honestly. Yeah. I was about like, to say kinda, fast. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I miss concerts so much. <laughs> the last real concert we went to was with you, I think. Well, yep. you were there. And no, we were like there together. I went you. with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you were there. Oh, that's right, because it was it was no. I we I like we met no, we you there. It was your it. birthday. Yeah, it was yeah. close to your birthday. Yeah. I hope so. I didn't just go alone to a concert. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was planned. I was just saying we didn't ride together. All right, let's do this weekly recommendations. Sweet. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I got a bunch, so you go ahead. I only have two, um, and these are. I've never uh, heard of either one of these, but I found I found out where you get some of yours from, the new punk list on Spotify, because I, I saw listen you listening to, to it. I listen to new punk, new metal, and new pop. 
Gotcha. And sometimes do indie, but a lot of the new indie all sounds the same. So Okay. So I gave that a try, and there were two songs on there I really liked. Um, one is Bible Belt by Big Smile. It's all about how like we grew up religious, and now we're not. Like We learned that we shouldn't be in our 20s, and I was like, oh, how like my life. Um, and then uh, also have on there uh, the song Ghost by Anson. Um, I just clicked on it because... The song title was Ghost, and then it ended up being a pretty <laughs> catchy, like, uh, poppy. Uh, I thought it was a little bit of a stretch having it be on, like, the punk list, but it was, it's like a pop, punky, pop rock uh, song. Yeah. It's good. Those are my two. Uh, do you have any tab? Anything I do you- not. Josh didn't prep me on this part. Oh, you don't have to. It's fine. We oh. do this every week. You should be listening. This is our 10th episode. Oh, Ooh. I do listen. There's a song by Royal Blood called Trouble's Coming I Like. There's a hip-hop song by Hopson called Your House I Like. Uh, a Day to Remember released a live version of a song called Everything We Need that's going to be on their next album, and it's amazing. So check that out. Um, I do love the new jam by Rob Zombie. It's called The Eternal Struggling of Howling Man. It's very, like, jam bandy, but it's it's good. There's a song called... Uh, Immune by Jensen McCray that everyone should listen to. It's like a comedic... It almost sounds like it should be on the Garden State soundtrack. It's like an indie slow song. But it's about like having the pandemic and both going to get vaccinated and then like how things will change now that we're immune. It's weird. Oh. But it's it's a good song. And then the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones came out with the final parade which is like... What is it? It's almost an eight minute long song and it's got guest vocals from like everybody what's that noise a train oh i thought tabitha was hitting buttons on her phone no (laughs) we're actually really far away from the train and i hear it once like usually when i'm sleeping that's wild wow you guys didn't want me to talk you could have just told me (laughs) you have a train (laughs) button on your phone oh damn i like the mind of my boston no i do too it's fun. It's fun hearing everyone in there. I can't even name them all. I'm pretty sure Rancid's on it. There's more. There's more. But wait. And, but there's wait, more. there's more. And all I right. was looking at my phone because uh, Sonderbombs had a new album come out. And I was like, well, I could recommend a song of that. but um, Vegas, baby. And then one the final one. recommendation. I almost just wanted to not do this episode and talk about this. The new Weezer album is my favorite thing in the fucking world right now. I'm obsessed with this wow. song or this album. I've listened to it nonstop all week. Mm. Wow. And I haven't loved a Weezer album since like the Green album, like a full album. Josh, you remember when you saw Weezer play, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Africa. Africa. We were laying on the ground, I think, what? at Ryfest. At Ryfest, it was it was where it was the end of the day, tired, just laying in the grass, like listening, and he was singing it. I was like, oh man, I wish this was Toto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love their covers as much, but this album I loved. Well, let's check it out. That's I mean, the only thing that makes me, out. yeah. Um, that's the only thing that makes me want to give your recommendation a shot is that I know that you have a similar. Weezer opinion to me outside of this album. Like you like earlier Weezer and you don't really like the stuff they've been doing. So there's a song on the album I want to recommend called Numbers that I find heartbreaking. It's about like numbers are against you and it's all like 
like your weight, those numbers are against you, or your IQ, those numbers are against you. But just like the way he sings it, it's so sad. And it's just like all these numbers in your life are against you, and numbers are terrible. But it's good. Okay, that's all. I'm he, look it up. R- Rivers Cuomo did bad in math class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate <laughs> numbers. Well, that's our episode today. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Peace Sign Ourselves. I'm oh, sorry. Danny. <laughs> Danny. What the fuck songs? Oh, I don't have any. Do you? I do. Oh, go ahead. My what the fuck song is dedicated to Spotify release radar. because yeah, I heard you had an issue with that. <laughs> 15. So the, the release radar is 30 songs that are new songs by artists you like. Um, or an artist similar to artists you like. And then some that are just thrown in there based on what they think you might, what you think you might like. 15 of the 30 songs were from bands or artists that I'd never heard of and from genres that I would like never, never listen to. Like I can't, I couldn't even place like, what would this be similar to that I'm listening to that they might think that? Because normally when I get like a weird thing on there, I can, it's like, what's this weird rap song? Oh, it's featuring Ice Cube. That's why. Oh, uh, like, you know, so there's always a, there's always like a discernible reason why something is on there. And it was all this like really weird, like never heard of like power metal, like weird. It's just like not, there's a song on there by a band called Motor Jesus. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like this so, Are you sure it wasn't because we played Name That Tune and I always pull that, up like... No, because, yeah, it was called Motor G. No, we've... No, it wasn't because that one time six months ago that we did uh, Name That Tune Youth Group 2005 or whatever and I knew all the Christian songs. No, that's not... That's not Can you do a podcast on that? I'm trying to find uh, another... Danny would have to like be like, oh, <laughs> deep dive on that, like... I don't think I would survive. I'd probably burn. <laughs> I would light on fire during it. <laughs> I get hit by lightning while well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I've actually been I wanna eventually do like a like a skillet album or something or just do like a general one on like the 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 Christian contemporary Christian music scene. But I, I know I need like a third host who also knows it. So Danny's not just like trying to kill himself the whole time. You could yeah. do it if you do it on like a Reliant K or Five Iron Frenzy album. I I feel like know that's those too albums. safe. Oh, that's oh, too you, safe. You don't though. want to go that safe. No, but yeah, no, you could you could totally do those because those guys they don't. It's not like you know they they have like one or two songs about Jesus for every like you know seven songs that are about something else silly or stupid. You know. So speaking of, if we're gonna yell at our release radar situation. My release. All right. So a couple of years ago, I worked at Game Frenzy, or Get Your Game On. Get Your Game On. Yeah. More recently, and every once in a while, we put on this out al- this artist, The Greatest Bits, which is just eight bit versions of songs. Yeah. That was years ago. I don't listen to that. I have nothing against it, but I've no list- I don't listen to that. And every release radar, it has one or two songs from that person. I know they keep releasing music or something, but if I've stopped clicking on them. And it's been a few years. Maybe you should get the hint, Spotify. Are you still following it, maybe, and don't realize it or something? Because that's so. some snarky person in my Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> some snarky person in my Twitter mentions was like, "If you if you're getting stuff that that you don't like, follow more of your favorite artists." 
Oh, I guess so. I should follow artists. I don't do that at all. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, because if you follow them and the new album things. comes out, as soon as you open Spotify, it'll push like, oh, this new album came out. Do you want to listen to it? So. Okay, okay. That's also how you get. You're in the top point. Five percent of John Williams listeners go to his playlist now. Uh oh. And another band I'm into, which is weird, which you won't like at all, so I'm not even gonna recommend it for you. Someone recommended this death metal band, Asphyx, Asphyx, and their new album that just came out. I actually love it, and I don't normally like Norwegian death metal kind of music, but mm. that's interesting. That's I give that a look. <laughs> the album is called Necrocrosis or Necrocrosis, something like that. Okay, maybe I'll just look. I think I, maybe I can see it in your profile what you've been listening to. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. There, I'm listening to it right now. You'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> it says Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. How do I have to listen to it longer for it to show up? I don't know how this stuff works. I don't either. It's cool. Well, so, okay, that I think now has officially been our uh, our episode. Do we want to give a, a final rating to the Mest album? Yeah, I give it a 8 out of 10. I'll give it, an I think, an 8 out of 10, too. That's that's good. 3 out of 5 for me. Really? Yep. So that's like a 6 out of 10? Yep. I don't uh, I don't have a connection to it, so I can't rate it as high as you guys, right? What were you Hold listening on. to at this time? <laughs> this is that album. All right, let's turn off share screen. <laughs> was I listening to at what time? Uh, when this album came out. Um, all of, is that why you don't know it? All of those albums <laughs> I listed. Not all of them, but a couple of them. So Switchfoot and Reliant K. Um, no, I think I was firmly out of uh, that by by 2003. Maybe not. I don't know. Sadie Hawkins dance in my khaki pants. Nothing better. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> what are we doing next week? Joshua. Next, next week we are doing... What's next week? Next week is the 7th. So we are doing I can't remember if that's our next guest episode or our lovey dovey episode no next week is our top 10 breakup songs yeah and then the week after that we're doing dashboard confessional for valentine's day yeah all right and then the week after that we're doing nimrod by green day with mike the drummer from former critics Who's former critics? Is that the band we have playing at the beginning of every episode? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, hey. like former critics. Can you pick a different song, though? Well, then I have to edit a clip that fits. Oh, okay, and... that's fair. No, so we do have another submission, so we're going to start rotating the entrance songs. And if you have entrance songs, this isn't wrestling, um, intro <laughs> songs. And uh, if you're a band and you are a music, music artist and you want to... Um, be our intro song. Let us know. Slide in those DMs. Wow. Cool. So that was episode 10 of Beside Ourselves. Mest. 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 <laughs> mest. mest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks, Bye. Deb. Thanks, Danny. Yep. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Former Critics. Check them out at formercritics.bandcamp.com.